You're listening to Screening in Kingston right here on CFRC. Don't forget that right now is the CFRC funding drive. For all the information on how you can contribute to your local radio station, visit CFRC.ca. Without help from people just like you, great programming like Screening in Kingston wouldn't be here. We know times are hard right now, but every little bit helps. Visit CFRC.ca to participate in this year's funding drive for some great prizes and so much more. And now, Screening in Kingston. Screening in Kingston, back to where we were before all of this experimental movie stuff. Uh, welcome back, everybody, where, where it's just Taylor and myself. Hi, Taylor. Hi, Mike. It's just us. <laughs> Hi, everyone who still listens to our show. Yes. <laughs> if you're still here, thank you so much for sticking around. Uh, if you left, we're going to try to win you back for the next little while um but it's just us it's a little bit uh it's it's quieter around here there's there's less less voices on our on our recording equipment less Less chatter so hopefully our audio sounds good we don't have to battle with having four mics but we go back down to two mics and i lose my headphones so (laughs) we'll 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 see real a, a true screening in kingston episode if our audio does not sound good that's it's absolutely true um and the fact that i mean this isn't our fault the state of the way the world is we don't know what is going on and what's going to happen in the movie world for the next couple of months so we're kind of pulling topics and thoughts out of the air (laughs) to create these episodes so that's also also very typical of our show (laughs) even pre-pandemic we were used to this (laughs) (laughs) Um, but this episode's great because we, we always have fun with these. It's a, it's a mailbag episode is what we call them. We've opened up our emails and fan questions and comments and thoughts, all the fans. We've had a lot of people write in. Some people ask questions. Some people just wrote in like some, some just things for us to think about. Some thoughts. Um, Yeah. And there's one special thing, Taylor, I've kept from you. Um, one of our fans really came prepared and have put together a little a little thing for you to do. I was going to call it a game, but I guess it's not really a game. It's more like a, a, a bit or a segment. But I have to keep it from you because you're the one participating in it. Can I know who uh, submitted it? Uh, I do believe, I, I want to make sure, I do believe it was, it was Austin. Okay. Um, yes, it was Austin. Austin's kind of a new, um, a, a new fan in writing in, so I can't gleam what it will be like i don't if it was like a tyler challenge i could be like okay <laughs> no tyler gave me a challenge in one of the words he put in his email that i had to look up because i've never seen it before in my entire life um <laughs> but no yeah austin was responsible for i believe one of our games last mailbag i think he had a cast remember i kept forgetting to do his cast fan cast x-men i think it was or something it was something that i think you had to do um but this one is right up your alley taylor that's your hint it's it's 100 made for you i'm excited so we'll get to that um yeah and and it's great to hear some from some fans we have some people who wrote in who are regulars we have some people who wrote in who haven't written in before um so 
we've got a whole mixed bag of stuff to go through today. So that's going to be today's episode. And then we'll see. We'll see where where the world takes us. <laughs> so oh, we gosh. Are in December. Um, you know, it was so cold overnight last night that my window froze shut. Ooh. Which I wasn't anticipating or expecting. Like I woke up in the morning to, and I went to open my window because I just like having my windows open even when it's cold during the day. You traded it bats open. for frozen windows. Yeah. And hey, I'm not complaining. The bat, there are no bats. So I'm happy. But I just thought that was so, I was like, I'm not, I didn't think it was that cold. <laughs> that my window just It was pretty cold. And it's supposed to go, we're recording this on Monday. Um, Monday night, it's supposed to go, into, go down to like minus 15. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, that's that's your weather update from Screening in Kingston from last night. Um, yeah, that's that's good to know, actually, because I wasn't anticipating that. I haven't turned my heat on yet. Um, that's probably why your window froze. Probably, yes. But I li- see, I live in an apartment building, and I'm on and I'm on not the first floor, so heat rises. So I, I'm quite comfortable uh, with heat from other <laughs> people that seep through to my apartment. So I haven't had to turn it on yet. Very economic of you. Mm-hmm. frugal yes uh yes i will pretend that that's why i do it it's for the environment it's for all of you that's why i do it <laughs> um yeah but anyway that was just my story i thought you know, give a little tidbit speaking of the environment should we go into our first or do you have like a do you have a process for how we're going to do these questions no, Taylor. What? <laughs> what a question. No, of course I don't have a process. <laughs> what are you talking about? I didn't even, I didn't even, I even failed at sending you all of them in advance. I sent some of them. Yeah, the I, only thing I did was I organized them into a document so I didn't have to find them all. But like, I haven't even properly spaced it. Like they're all different space and si- font different sizes. Fonts, and, yeah. Different colors. Do you want me to do, we can start with one of the environmental thoughts absolutely we can why start not there, and also like. because they're probably the oldest mike because they're from prior to our movie club i have one that's older oh. i have one that's older from from tason who wrote back in about his uh experiences over halloween because he he had asked uh tason had asked us for some suggestions for some scary movies so tason has his an work update. party yeah, for the work party. And then we were like, what do you do for a living? This is interesting. Taysen gave us a, a nice detailed response. So we have that too. Start we with have, that. Have, start with we're that. We're going to start with Taysen? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do that. So we'll start with Taysen uh, and then we'll get into uh, some environmental stuff. So Taysen says, hello, screening in Kingston. Uh, thank you so much for the movie recommendations. I was so stoked to hear Taylor recommend Evil Dead 2, one of my favorites. And Mike recommended The Conjuring, a movie that scares my pants off. Unfortunately, I ended up having to decide on the movie before the episode aired. And I no. wasn't able to use them. I know. I was like, no. Um, but since you asked, though, I did want to share with you the circumstances around the party. I work for a small painting company. Most of our employees are pretty young, ranging from ages 18 to 30. My boss is in the process of building a house, so we projected the movie on the bare drywall in the basement of the unfinished house. I should also note that the house is located on the outside of town. Yeah, this is creepy. Already, the the setting (laughs) is a horror movie setting. You don't even need a movie. He says it's down a long laneway through the woods. <laughs> like, what is this? Party? Your boss had lured you there for murder. There's no way in a movie you'd be coming out of that alive. Right there. <laughs> There's no way. Um, uh, initially, I wanted to pick a movie that would terrify everyone. But I found that my boss actually can't handle anything scary at all. So he asked me to pick 
something that wasn't too scary. So I didn't want to lose my job and I picked It Chapter One. I thought that a blockbuster horror movie would please everybody, but then balance with scary with the comedic relief and a very likable cast. It wouldn't be too intense for anyone. My boss still couldn't handle it. I was going to say, It it Chapter One's pretty scary. I agree. Like, It Chapter One, that's a bold choice for a boss who can't handle fear. (laughs) Like, that's like my boss still couldn't handle it. Like, well, yeah, It Chapter One, that's a, what a pick. I also wanted, uh, so uh, oh, maybe Evil Dead 2 would have been better yeah. <laughs> and would have been my best choice, uh, but he hasn't fired me yet. And as of, I hopefully, as of a month later, you still have a job. Um, I also wanted to validate Taylor's opinion on the movie Hereditary, since it was brought up last episode. Uh, while I do think it was a well-made movie, I didn't get all the hype around it. It seemed pretty basic to me. There were uh, tons of other horror movies that do the same thing and well, and well, just better. Uh, any again, thank you so much for the suggestions. Keep up the good work. Maybe I'll have to write in more often. Signed, Tayson. Um, yes, please write in more often. We we love to hear from fans. But there you go. That that was the movie going experience around Halloween. <laughs> I just can't get over. I'm gonna go with it. Because it's not as scary. What? My boss can't handle scary movies. <laughs> it chapter one. <laughs> not even it chapter two, which arguably isn't as scary. I would say it chapter two isn't as scary for sure. But I get I get the idea of, okay, I'm going to pick a blockbuster movie. Yeah. Because at least there's comic relief and it's a good cast, which it is. And it's well made. So it should appease everyone. But I would imagine... Like, your boss went crazy. (laughs) Like, that movie is so scary. Especially living in, like, the middle of, like, Murderer's Alley by the side. Yeah. In an unfinished house watching a project. Like, the scene from It Chapter 1 where there's the projection in the garage and it keeps going crazy. Like, wouldn't that freak you out if you're watching? (laughs) There's, like, scary stuff that happens in a basement. Yes, there is. Yeah, you're right. An unfinished basement. Yeah, there's the... Yeah, so, wow. What a choice. (laughs) Yeeks! Well, good, good job. I mean, I wouldn't have picked that, but <laughs> good, good on you. Glad you're not fired yet. Yes, yeah, I'm glad. And and hey, at least it, it is a good movie. It is, you know, yeah. It is, it is a good one. Movie. Yeah, um, but there you go. That that was our that was our little throwback to Halloween. Um, now let's talk about climate change, because <laughs> of course. So these these we had two two kind of emails that came through just after our episode where we were talking to the directors of rebellion which is the documentary that uh, that debuted just about a month ago now um so the first one is from lauren who says this podcast is becoming way too politically uh political mainly because of the comments of taylor in the last episode debate on climate change has no place in a podcast about movies taylor that's from lauren <laughs> And and before I respond to Lauren, maybe read the second one. Oh, you want me to read the second one? Oh, yeah, because sure. let's just address it as a group. Okay, where is that one? Oh, this one was the one that was signed concerned listener. Okay. Um, <laughs> as a frequent listener of your podcast, I was not sh- Oh, no, wait, is this it? Yeah, I was not shocked to hear an episode about climate change, especially if that uh, week you're reviewing a movie about the topic. What I will say that I'm shocked about is that you didn't put a content warning on this episode. There are some people who would rather not hear uh, the same rant about the climate in their choice of entertainment. 
It is clear Taylor has passion for this topic, but I think warning us next time would be the right thing to do. Okay. Just giving silence to let that sink <laughs> oh, in. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mike, should we yeah. put a warning? Should we have put a trigger warning on our climate change episode? You know, the interesting thing about um, trigger warnings is after the first movie club episode, I put a little warning out on social media because of some of the topics we talked about in that movie club. Um, I was just listening while I was editing and we brought up, do you remember, like, so you remember the scene in the woods near the end of Under the Skin? Okay. So that scene, we, we talked quite a bit about it and, you know, I, I'm not someone who's, as we all know, overly sensitive to anything, but I was listening to like my own voice in discussing it. And I kind of like was pretty nonchalantly discussing, discussing that scene. And I thought, okay. It kind of comes up abruptly. Maybe I should just put something out on social media just in case. That's where I think you put a trigger warning. When you're talking about a topic like, you know, it, we were talking about a woman being raped in the woods. So I thought, hey, we talk about it for so long. We get into some detail. I should probably say something. But climate change, I never really thought was something where you would ever put a yeah, warning like, on a podcast for. I'm sorry to our concerned listener, but I almost want to laugh. Like... You need a trigger warning for climate change. I mean, I don't want to belittle, belittle anyone who who uses kind of warning labels, but I, it's I don't like I'm just speechless that um, that now that we like what I have to put we have to put a warning on any time we discuss like a global issue. Yeah, that's what that you know you you are right. It is kind of laughable because. That then there's no line there. You know, again, that, that's why, you know, I bring up the, why I put um, some some trigger warning or warnings out on social media was because while I was listening to an episode, I thought a topic came up that I was like, well, maybe, maybe people won't expect it because it does kind of come up quickly. I just never thought things like that, talking about the pandemic or talking about climate change or talking about large issues that everyone talks about all the time, would would yield the same sort of requirement um, or thought to put out, Hey, let's put out a warning for this because I don't like what I don't get the point of that. Cause what it says like, wouldn't want it in their choice of entertainment. Well, what harm does it do is my question. Yeah. Just skip the episode. Like it's not, it wasn't, it wasn't like a shocker that it was about climate change. Like turn and it the off. Concerned listener said that. Because yeah. the, the we we were promoting the movie in advance, like when we when we do a podcast. Now maybe some of our listeners don't listen, watch, like go to our social media. But if you do follow us on social media, every week we put out at least two advertisements, basically being like, "This is what we're talking about this week." Um, so people would know it's about climate change. Yeah. So that one was just like that comment. I'm just kind of like, huh, weird. But the Lauren's comment about um not getting political um (laughs) (laughs) yeah again like i'm sorry this is a this is a free podcast we can talk about whatever we want yeah and i think we (laughs) talked about before how like it a yeah you're right point number one we can talk about whatever this is the podcast we can talk about what we want point number two that was the topic of the movie we were reviewing that week Point number three, 
it's been made into a political issue, but it's really just a societal thing and something going on in nature <laughs> that we have to be aware of. So yeah, I, I absolutely get what you're saying. It's just facts. Like climate change is real. I don't know. Like, I just think it's funny that people say that like I get heated, but Mike, you get heated on the show all the time and no one writes in to you. Both of these cool people mentioned your name <laughs> like both as if yeah. you alone are doing the podcast i single-handedly <laughs> apparently apparently allegedly according to these comments i single-handedly am leading the climate change crusade absolutely well i mean you are <laughs> you know it is your initiative come on <laughs> take Duh. pride in that taylor you started the climate change movement oh gosh i just think it's these comments are just like weird to me. <laughs> oh, that was sarcasm, by the way. I don't. I don't know if we should tell people. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> don't don't at Taylor later. Yeah, I did not actually start. The no, climate I would be. Movement. That was sar- that was called sarcasm, which is often used for comedic effect. I don't know. I think we tried to make the point on the episode, which obviously maybe went over some people's heads, is that um, film in itself, whether we like it or not, is a political medium, right? So, Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) I don't know. I know a lot of the times we're we're pretty goofy on the show. Like, we're pretty lighthearted. But the reality is we're sometimes going to engage with media that has political undertones. Of course. So if you don't like that and we start talking about it on the show, just turn it off. But we're not going to change how we approach um, media to be more palatable to certain audience members. And that's why we advertise what we talk about each week on our podcast. We generally talk about it on social media, but often in the, at the ends of episodes, we'll say, hey, this is what's coming up next week. No one's forcing anyone to listen to us. No. And yeah. I don't think I'm a polit. I'm not like an overtly political person. Again, no, I was No, that's just what makes s- this very funny. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Because you're not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm pretty like easygoing. And I was just really like saying facts. <laughs> yeah, again. And it's and you weren't the it's like I what did I take a nap that episode? Was I not involved in that? Yeah, interview? apparently. Like it, did I just take I just took the time off and just let you talk to the directors and just sort of like sat there? It's like when people came for me about wearing masks in the movie theater. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I again was just stating public health directives yeah i mean i was shocked when you when you called me personally and said you're you and everyone else can't wear masks now and it's my decision i was like wow taylor what a call you're making yeah but yeah i i don't i don't get it i for whatever reason people just pin it on you for some reason i don't know but let's move on because we have people that actually like me who are (laughs) that's true they're very very true and uh and at least lauren signed her name so thank you for that yeah i always you know if someone um yeah i think you you everyone can say what they want to say just put your name to it you know what i mean like stand behind behind it so lauren doesn't want our show to be political okay but the reality is sometimes we're gonna get political because that's the nature of the beast yeah yeah okay um well now it's hard to figure out where we are in my list here because we're Jumping all over the place. Um, why, why don't we now? Now this might take a little bit of time. So why why don't we do the the game or segment that's kind of meant for you? That'll 
that'll cheer you up. That'll, <laughs> this is all, this is all for you. Um, so Austin says that this, this is a, a segment. So I have a little thing that I'm going to read to you that I'm allowed to read to you. Got and it. then the rest of it, I'll sort of explain the segment. So Austin says in honor of Taylor's favorite Mads Mikkelsen being cast to replace Johnny Depp in the next fantastic beast movie. Here's a fun game for Taylor. Mike, please do keep the rest of this from her until the episode. Okay. So I got to keep exactly what this is from. I'm just going to quickly explain what you're doing, Taylor. And then basically I am, it's a game that Austin's called Mads or Mickelson. (laughs) So this game is called Mads or Mickelson. And I'm going to, I'm going to name a role or a movie where Mads Mickelson is replacing someone in that movie or in that role. And you have to tell us whether or not he's mad to do so or Mickelson go for it. So you have to say whether you'd be on board. Is he mad or Mickelson to take this particular role or this movie? He seems like a really easygoing guy. Like in all of the press I've read of him, um, I feel like he would take pretty much any role, but let's, let's let's try. I think this is, I think it's your opinion oh, as okay. a big fan. So it's so more like do you want to see him in these things. Not it, we, we basically this is a world where this is happening, and whether right. or not you think it's a good idea initially. Got it. So it's more like Mads or Taylor's angry. It, well, no, I think Mickelson's the good one, and Mads <laughs> is the bad. So you <laughs> so you say Mads when you disagree. Got it. And you say Mickelson when you agree. I think that's the way it goes. I don't know. <laughs> We're we're gonna try this out. Um, okay, I, I might be butchering this game, Austin. I apologize. Um, so I'm gonna name out the the role and the movie, and then you're just gonna tell me what you think about. Got it. it. Okay. So number one, replacing another disgraced actor in the movie Seven. So uh, I guess that means Kevin Spacey's role in oh. Seven. <laughs> Another disgrace. What did Brad Pitt do? No, Brad Pitt didn't do anything. (laughs) I believe he means Kevin Spacey. So replacing Kevin Spacey in the movie Seven is—is he Mads or Mickelson? Mickelson. Okay, you would you would be on board for that? Yeah, I don't want to give anything away because that's a pretty big like. If people haven't seen Seven, that's like a big deal. But like, that's good casting. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Oh my god, these get ridiculous. Okay. The <laughs> next one is a role in a big screen adaptation of the TV show The Office. So a role, he says, in in the TV adaptation or the movie adaptation of the show The Office. Would so, you be Mads or Mickelson? James Spader makes a cameo in later seasons of The Office. Correct, yeah. Um, and as people know, James Spader is up there with Mads Mikkelsen in terms of my favorite actors. So if it was kind of like a cameo, like a short, kind of weird, really out there role in the in the movie, then yes, Mikkelsen. Um, but if it was like a main role, Mads. Mads, he'd be Mads to do yeah. a main role. Yeah, makes but sense. But if he was okay. playing, like, what's his name? What's James Bader's character's name? Like, Johnny California? Robert California. Yeah. Robert California. My favorite character from yeah. The Office is, if, is James Bader, Robert California. Yeah. Robert California. So if he was if he was cast in a role like that, that'd be great. Yeah, that would be, that would be, that would be fun. Okay. Matthew Cuthbert 
in Anne of Green Gables? <laughs> Is he Mads or Mickelson? <laughs> oh my gosh, what a Is random... Matthew Cuthbert the guy is is she matthew cuthbert is like the the husband of no he's whatever. the brother of marilla so he's like right the adopted dad oh like like you <laughs> know or like wow uncle. that'd be weird so like <laughs> okay matthew and marilla adopt Anne. <laughs> okay all right so <laughs> wow okay is he mads or mickelson <laughs> okay um Mads, only because it's like that's random. <laughs> I feel like most people wouldn't take that. Seriously. They'd be like, "Why? Why is he playing this role?" Yeah, like it's not. I think like he could do it, but just because you can doesn't mean you should. Okay. <laughs> um, next one: the Phantom in the Phantom of the Opera. Uh, I don't know if he can sing. Yeah, that was going to be my question, if you knew he could sing or not. So I would say um, no, because I don't think he's a singer. And as we've talked about a lot on this show, um, we've had enough musical adaptations with people who can't sing. Agreed. (laughs) The next one, the voice of the new Optimus Prime. So that's from the Transformer movies. Sure. Sure. That's a Mickelson. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Let him make his money. <laughs> yeah. Let him get that royalty check. Who cares? It's a billion dollar box office movie usually. So there you go. Okay. Next one. Legendary Jeopardy host, Alex Trebek. R.I.P. Alex. Yeah. That is sad. Um, I'm yeah. going to say Mads. That's, he doesn't need to. I don't think he would, I don't think he would work in that, in that role. Like, do you think that, like, that's not who I would pick to play out Trebek if they were going to do, like, a movie about him? Oh, I wasn't even thinking. I'm, like, picturing him, like, actually, like, being the new host of Jeopardy. Oh, is that what that means? (laughs) Replace. Oh, maybe that's what it means, being the host of Jeopardy. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) I was thinking biopic, but yeah, okay. But both, like, no to the biopic and no to the hosting. No, no. Could you imagine Matt Winkleson hosting Jeopardy? That would be weird. Um, next one. This one I think is a throw-in for me. I know I'm sure you know who this character is, but I may have to explain to you. Captain Jean-Luc Picard in a remake of Star Trek The Next Generation. Is he Mads or Mickelson? That's the the bald actor, right? Patrick Stewart, yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna say no. They have a very different gravitas. I would agree with that. Even as like a younger version of of like Jean-Luc Picard, I just don't think that's the right choice. No. Um, though I think I think Mads Mikkelsen would be great in in that t- like in a sci-fi sort of role in something, but I just don't Well, he yeah, was in I, one I, of I the Star Wars him. movies. Yes, he was. He was in Rogue One. So, he had a pretty small role in that though. He was like a space was engineer, there. right? Yes, he was. Yeah, he was a space engineer. <laughs> he was. He was one of the principal designers of the Death Star. But yes, you can call him space engineer. Um, okay, this is the last one. Got it. Replacing Jake Gyllenhaal in Love and Other Drugs. 
so weird. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say Mads because I don't really want to see him opposite Anne Hathaway. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't think that's a good combo. That's so weird. (laughs) I think you only actually were excited about one or two of these. Um, I think, you know, with favorite actors, as much as you want to see them and everything, you also don't want them to waste their talents. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. There there are sometimes, even with your favorite actor, you see them in a role and it's like, this is not for them. Or you see them. And like the Anna Green Gables one, like he could do it. (laughs) Oh, I I think he probably could do most of this. It's just, I don't know if it's necessarily what you want to see. (laughs) It's not right. But there you go. That was that was our first uh, segment or bit for the show that's called Mads or Mickelson. It was great. I had a lot of fun. Yes, thank you, uh, Austin, for that. That was uh, that was great. That was, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Um, let's uh, let's hear from Tyler next, um, who we just heard from, and we're going to hear from again because you know it's Tyler. Um, Tyler says, "Hello, Taylor and Mike. It feels like." forever since the last time i rode in with another over-the-top convoluted sesquipedalian email i don't know what that means either it means i i had to look it up it basically means big words (laughs) like (laughs) like it's basically what it means and instead of saying that he decided to throw sesquipedalian in there and i think i'm saying it right but i have no idea i don't think you are (laughs) Probably not. <laughs> Tyler, let me know. Uh, but he says, perhaps it has, hasn't has been long enough for some, but I've missed it. Uh, first of all, thanks again for having Nicole and me on the show for the last month. It was an absolute blast with some very Tyler-friendly movies and even some more Tyler-friendly discussions. I recall that Taylor asked me within the first episode why I even listened to the show. The answer I gave was a true one. I enjoy listening to different opinions and testing them against my own. However, it wasn't the whole truth. A big reason why I listen to the show is that you are both excellent hosts. You have a great rapport. <laughs> you have a great, uh, yeah. You have a great rapport. Opinions ranging from objectively insightful to fantastically subjective, <laughs> <laughs> and a willingness to quote quote unquote go there uh, that I find quite enjoyable. I have a feeling that there will be some shade thrown around on this mailbag episode. Um, So I hope you can both take a moment to feel good about the show you've made together and its continued value that it has for so many people in such strange times. Looking forward to another year of screening in Kingston. Sincerely, Tyler, no background dance. Aw, let's print that off and frame it, Mike. Uh, Sure, we can. That's uh, nice. <laughs> Sesquipedalian, you know. <laughs> let's just <laughs> let's just yeah, we'll 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 frame that. Maybe we can turn it into some sort of social media thing. We'll throw it out there. Um, that was yeah, nice. Thank you, thank you Tyler. Tyler. That was very nice. Um yeah, I mean it was great to have both Tyler and Nicole. Um I said it last week and, and I'll say it again. It was really nice just to have all the different opinions and voices. And I thought we had some really great discussions. It was, it was a great month. It was tiring, but it was a great month. Yep. Uh, Next, where are we? Okay, here we go. Uh, Akil writes in and says, is there a scene from a movie that can always make you laugh 
even out of context. So is there a scene from a movie that can always make you laugh even out of context? That's tricky. Do you want to answer first, Mike? Yeah, it's it's hard because I find everything out of context funny. Um, <laughs> True. <laughs> and no one understands or agrees with my like opinion of like humor. Like I just I'm such a situational comedy person that that I remember situation moments and the way things are said that when you repeat it, it's not funny anymore. But it, I still just remember the way it was done and it makes me laugh a lot. Um, I'm trying to think if there's a specific movie though, that like a scene always makes me laugh. And I, the one that popped into my head was from the other guys. Um, great movie. Yeah. Police comedy movie where they're, they're at the funeral for, for two of the police officers and they're having a silent argument and fight that the sort of like Will Ferrell and, um, uh, Mark Wahlberg with their like two rivals and they start wrestling and the police captain played by Michael Keenan comes in and like whispers, what are you doing? And just like gets mad at them because they're fighting in a funeral, but does it all like whispering, like comes into the situation ready to whisper. And is just like (laughs) telling them off, but whispering the whole time because they're at a funeral. Like that scene still always makes me funny, mainly because of the way he like delivers that line and just the look on his face. (laughs) <laughs> like what I would, are you monsters doing get up <laughs> to be i couldn't really think of an answer but pretty much anything from the other guys oh the out, other guys out of context is like, like just that movie's hilarious the hobos using their car <laughs> oh and that keeps happening <laughs> i can't yeah. say the line <laughs> no you can't it's no, you can't pretty uh pretty out there humor but yeah that movie just in general is pretty uh great i would say most recently um i've talked about the show before on um on our show but uh i think you should leave now on netflix which is a sketch comedy show so good i can think of any of those scenes i start thinking about them it gets me cracking up the hot dog man oh, the hot dog man <laughs> that's so good or the uh, the they're trying to they're doing like the the focus group for the car <laughs> you got the, the crazy small, guy. stinky yeah, too small stinky <laughs> <laughs> no room for your mother-in-law <laughs> yeah. oh paul admits it he loves it yeah, yeah so paul, that's it. you love your mother-in-law don't you paul <laughs> so yeah, clearly i'm one. a big fan of that i would say yeah. like as Horrible as it is, like any Will Ferrell comedy out of oh con- for sure, kind of like going yeah. back to the other guys. So, I know his movies are kind of juvenile, would be considered juvenile. I think they're funny, um, so that would kind of be my answer. I'm not really great at remembering specific bits or specific scenes. Um, Dan's much, but Dan can quote like anything and i'm like what movie are you talking about and it could be a movie we saw like two days ago (laughs) so it's hard for me to answer questions like this but i would say will ferrell movies Hmm. yeah yeah i i definitely definitely agree with that uh next up we've got uh, the return of josh the inquisitor we've got uh, three questions from josh so we'll go through them uh first if you could recast any movie with the muppets but you have to leave one character as human which movie and which character would you pick? This was a tough one. Yeah. 
So this was really tough. My coworker Kendra suggested the notebook and everyone's Muppets but Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Wait, so who plays uh, who would play uh, his love interest there? Who would play Rachel McAdams? Probably Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy, yeah, that's what I was hoping. Yeah. <laughs> and like Kermit would be the doctor, you know how she Yeah. 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 And so Ryan Definitely. Gosling and Kermit have to fight over Miss Piggy. So that's a good one. I thought the Princess Bride and everyone would oh, be yeah. Muppets except maybe the six six fingered man. Oh, okay. So everyone's Muppets except him. Yeah. Cause he's like the straight oh, man, yeah. right? Like he has yeah. to Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. So that would be my those would be my picks. Yeah, I I was trying to think of like, okay, is there a movie that I hate that it would be made better by the fact that they're all Muppets. Curse Muppets. That, that's what I was. Yeah. So, so yeah. Number one pick. Cause I came up with a couple. Number one pick is her smell. Um, <laughs> and I, I am, I would, I would keep our lead in there. Like I'm not, I'm not going to take her out, but I'm replacing everyone else in the movie with Muppets. Um, and including like, you know, her band is made up of like the Muppets band. You know, you have like Animal yeah. and all those. Like, people, like that's her band. If anyone could do it, like if anyone could be like the straight woman, it would be Elizabeth Moss. Like she could oh, act sure. with Muppets. Oh, absolutely. I mean, again, like it's 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 actually the same as like I, I really like the idea of the notebook having everyone except for Ryan Gosling. Because Ryan Gosling just like plays everything pretty deadpan. So he would fit right in yeah. to making it ridiculous because he would play it serious and it, but they're Muppets, <laughs> which I think is what makes it kind of fun. Which kind of um, makes me think Adam Driver would be good in a movie yeah, with Muppets. So that's my other one. The dead don't die, but keep Adam Driver. What about a marriage story, but it's Muppets? See the marriage story then the, the marriage story. I don't know. I thought about that, but then you sort of, to me, the dead don't die really improves by putting Muppets in it. Mare's story would just change. It would just complete a completely different movie. Because you'd have Adam Driver married to probably like Miss Piggy. Um, and then <laughs> I, I'm not, I would imagine a marriage story like who the lawyers are. Like you got to put like Kermit's got to be his lawyer. And then you have to. But then again, like Miss Piggy being the lawyer would actually make more sense. Because like Lord Dern's role, that being Miss Piggy, I think would really work. So yeah, marriage story could work. That, that would actually be pretty, pretty funny. Um, but I thought about Dead Don't Die. Because I think that would be an amazing Muppet movie of making fun of horror movies and the third wall breaking and the kind of craziness within that movie. But Adam Driver is still the same. Yeah, I could see it. That would be a good one. Yeah, I think that like if that was a Muppet movie, I think it would be one of my favorite movies. Uh, Just a sorry in advance. Can you hear my dog? Absolutely. (laughs) 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 So, uh... (laughs) That's Teddy. Just yeah. singing along. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else can, but I definitely can. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if we can't edit it out, my apologies. <laughs> we probably can't, but I'll try. <laughs> I'll try. Um, but yeah, did you have any other picks? No, for... just those two. Um, the Notebook yeah. and uh, a Princess Bride. Yeah, mine were her smell, the dead don't die. But I do like that idea of marriage story. Like that would be very interesting now that I'm thinking about it and where you could, I do think it would just change completely the movie. Whereas, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of the notebook, but I think the core of the notebook would actually stay the same if you put yeah. Muppets in there. 
Like I, I just don't, it's not going to change that much. Whereas marriage story come, becomes a completely different movie. If you throw Muppets in there, because I would not do what that weird movie tried to do where it was like an adult Muppet humor movie. I don't know. Like the one with the police investigation. I don't know. I didn't even see Oh, it. with, um, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Dan and I saw that one. It was okay. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. I want to make it like it's a Muppet movie. Right. So it's more, you know, kind of except, but, you know, the, you've got your characters in it. And I think the notebook would actually work very well in there. And even her smell, I think, would become a much superior movie if you throw some Muppet flavor in there. Just the Muppet um, band alone. Oh, the band alone. Yeah, that's true. If it was just a Muppet band that she's performing with, that would be, <laughs> that would be great. It actually, um, like when she's on drugs, it's. <laughs> Oh, I'm just imagining the scene like when she's in her like uh, green room and she's kind of like chipping out and like Kermit the Frog's there, like her friend being like, what are you doing? Like, it's I could just <laughs> see this movie being one of my all time favorites. Um, so I think that would work. Uh, his next question is, what movie has the greatest impact on your life, either positive or negative? That's a big question josh coming with a gun that's this, a very personal genius. question josh <laughs> yeah who do you think you are josh what a personal question to ask us um tough to say <laughs> i, I don't want to like, like i'm very like i pretty much lay everything out on the line on this show but there's some things i have to keep for myself that's fair I, I mean, I can answer, and I don't think it'll surprise anyone that, like, I would point to the Star Trek movies first. I think they had, like, an impact on my life. I think Star Trek in general has had an impact on my life. There's lots of movies like that where I've taken moral lessons or ways that I, I want to conduct myself, and I see it on screen, and I sort of want to to live up to that. And Star Trek has been that. So, like, that, that would be my answer, and that can't be a surprise to anyone. I mean, Star Trek has been around... For a long time and it's been a part of my life since i can remember taking in media star trek was there so that that's i think clearly what would be my answer i'm gonna um decline answering this one <laughs> look what you've done josh look what you've done you've asked such a personal question i think a lot of i think i've probably talked a lot about all of the movies that have like had big impact on my life well, There's know. several that you've brought up before yeah. in, in episodes, like it's had an impact or you really remember it and why. So yeah, I think you, you've talked about that quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Josh's last question goes the opposite direction of, of his impactful personal question. Has anyone got bingo yet? <laughs> uh, so we've had two people who were close. I, I, I Lily think was, was one of them. Lily was one of them. And I think Josh, no. No, because why would Josh ask? I think Tyler was the other one. Because I think Tyler wrote in and said if the Avengers theme had played, he would have had bingo. But he like he had the four otherwise. And I can't remember what Lily said. I thought it was something like Lily and Erica wrote in that week. So either we didn't praise a movie that someone hates or we didn't trash a movie that you like. Because I think like that's where I was trying to remember. And I looked back through the emails, but I couldn't find it. But I'm pretty – yeah, I think it was Lily – and Tyler have been close. And I remember Lily wanted clarification on the rules. And we were like, there are none. Ha. Huh. Yeah. You get bingo when you get bingo. I mean, you know. You get we, bingo when you feel it in your heart. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm not surprised if no one got it through our movie club because we go off in different directions, right? But like now that we're back to the other, you know, I guess our normal episodes, you'll probably see these topics get brought up more more often. But right I mean, in, today alone. Right in if you get bingo. Yeah, tell us. Definitely. There's no prizes. I mean, today, today alone, Hereditary has come up, which is on bingo. Um, uh, we've definitely trashed a movie that Tyler loves. So, <laughs> so that's on the bingo card. Um, Josh has asked three or more questions. Star Trek's been mentioned. So several of the things have happened. It's just the bingo card is actually, the more I look at it, very well designed because in order to get a bingo, you often would see us doing four, three or four of these things, but to get a whole row, like that's, that would be a rare episode, but they've happened. It has happened. It will happen again. Oh, you've wanted to swear, but you can't. Today? That's on the bingo. I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at the bingo card. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's come up. <laughs> we haven't forgotten anyone's name yet. <laughs> so that's good. We, we've done well there. Um, it, eventually, maybe we'll ask Tyler to do an updated card at the end of another year or something. After we do another 100 episodes, do another updated card. Because I'm sure there's extra things in there that he's noticing that uh, that happens so um okay where are we here um <laughs> i think we have one question left if i'm not missing anybody um terry wrote in and said uh that this was the strangest month of this podcast's life what exactly prompted these movie clubs they are getting more strange but also fantastic as they go do you have any ideas for what you'd like to do for another movie club I would love to hear Taylor and Mike go over superhero movies or force Mike to watch musicals. Even though I wasn't a fan of the movies, I didn't enjoy my I did enjoy myself and I enjoyed all the discussion. Well done to the entire team. So that was from Terry. Um, Thanks, Terry. I don't know. We haven't really discussed doing another movie club and when, but we will. Oh, in I'm probably sure. a couple months at least like hmm. But a couple months means nothing in COVID times. So like maybe after Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. Like during COVID times, because and we'll talk about it just at the end of this episode, like because there's so much going on in the movie world and things keep getting pushed and there's such uncertainty, these movie clubs really came out of that. It was a really good opportunity to do some of them because we just di didn't have movies to see every week. Yeah, like we kind of ran out of new content. We had to innovate in a way <laughs> but i'm um yeah. i would also i mean i don't want to subject myself to superhero movies but i could see us doing sort of a taylor versus mike again where maybe it's like two musicals and two superhero movies maybe or I, I, I could see that i could see that where it's a bit yeah it's kind of a balance but you've kind of got the different ones see that would be interesting because i'd be really intrigued to see what musicals like if you could only pick two which two you would pick to talk about. Because it would be the same for if I were to pick two superhero movies, I'd honestly try to find ones that I would think you would either like or can tolerate. I actually wouldn't want, I would try to be like, okay, let's see if we can get Taylor saying good, positive things for once about superhero movies. So that's that would be my angle. But what would you, like for musicals, would you pick things that you know I would hate? Or, <laughs> or would you try to pick things that you think would actually well, be good? This actually gets me thinking, we could do a Taylor versus Mike and it could be, for superhero movies where I pick two movies that I think are superhero movies. <laughs> like The Crow. What? And then Oh, The Crow. 
I was about to ask, what do you mean by you think are superhero movies? Well, there's been times where people have made me make lists I think of superhero movies, and you're like, oh, that doesn't count. So, like, I would pick, like, one, like, Tim Burton Batman and, like, The Crow, and then you would have to pick two superhero movies. (laughs) And then, like, for the musical ones, I would just pick two musicals that I like, and then you could pick two musicals that you like. So right there, we got two one, two though. new movie clubs. <laughs> but yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, there you go. That that's probably our next two movie clubs right there. Yeah. Probably t- it was, was it Terry? What Terry said? We took both. See, this is what we did. We took both of your ideas. We poached, and it. we're gonna make them. Yeah, we poached it like we did with Nicole <laughs> and Tyler and anybody. And we're gonna do that. <laughs> we're gonna do another Mike versus Taylor. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. But it's hard to say when we'll do it next, just because we are heading into Christmas season. So we have some Christmas content probably rolling out soon. Um, Yeah, and there's one, there's at least one or two new movies coming out. So we might be able to cover those. But the problem is, is going into January, we don't know what's going to happen. So many movies have continued to push back. So many new releases have basically been like we're going into to 2021 warner brothers pulled a bunch of stuff saying we're just putting out an hbo max they just pulled stuff completely and said we're doing almost a year of of streaming movies um so we don't know what's going to happen coming up in the next no one does mike you have crave right i do can you is hbo i know hbo was part of crave but does it include Mm -hmm. hbo max or do you have to subscribe specifically to hbo max I don't have HBO Max, and yeah, you do have to s- subscribe specifically to that. So, how what Crave does is it it has the the HBO um, channel, and so you get a bunch of movies with that, and you get all the HBO series on demand. But HBO Max is a separate thing; it's like a plus. It's a it's an additional thing, and you would have to subscribe completely separately. Because I I did look into that, thinking, well, I have Crave. Does that kind of Makes sense. But as of right now, you can't bundle them. It's a whole different service, which is a problem for me because for some reason, my television won't download new apps. (laughs) So I have Prime Video and I have Netflix and I have Crave. But how old is your TV? I have to watch um, a couple years old, but it's a smart TV. I mean, I would have thought it could download new apps, but it doesn't seem to do that. Now, my, my PlayStation is how I watch Disney Plus. So I don't know. I'm sure there's an HBO app that you can get there but yeah i i can't watch on the tv i have to hook up another device in order to do that well my tv won't download crave so i think some tvs just aren't compatible with all the apps and it makes sense because these apps come out later they don't know you know what those apps are going to look like there's new streaming services all over the place but yeah in, in order to get any of these warner brothers movies next year you'd have to get HBO Max because it looks like a lot of them are going to go straight to streaming. And so for Wonder Woman, they're putting it out in select theaters. So there, there is an opportunity to go see that in theaters. But otherwise, if it's not playing near you or you don't want to, um, you have to get HBO Max to, to watch that movie. So if you can get it on your PlayStation, are you going to subscribe? Um, Probably. It, I, I guess it all depends. Like I'm, I'm very interested in Wonder Woman. The rest of what so far is going to HBO Max, I, I could kind of take or leave. Um, but I also was hoping that things in Kingston would be 
okay for me to go to movies but i again i just i don't even know because i think it opens this on christmas day i don't even know in two weeks what kingston's gonna look like well dan and i were going to go to the movies this past weekend and then <laughs> decided against it <laughs> new cases popping up all the time yeah i don't blame you i yeah. really don't i can see exactly why you or anyone else wouldn't want to go to the movies which which is a shame because i want to support the movie theaters i want to go to the screening room but during a time like this, it's it's understandable if people are uncomfortable. Hey, do we have time to plug how you can support the screening room right now? We absolutely do. So, um, Wendy, when we had Wendy way back on the show, gosh, it was the summertime, eh? Maybe. Yeah, it was the summer. Just, just after COVID kind of started and things were shutting down. And we had said, oh, like, is there any way we can support the the theater? And at that time, Wendy was still pretty optimistic, um, saying, you know, just hold off, stay home. Um, when things open up again, you know, we'll kind of play it by ear. Well, now they have, um, they've released a number of ways you can support uh, the screening room right now, because as we mentioned, um, many people are not going to the movies, um, are us included probably two of the biggest movie buffs in kingston yeah um so one way you can support the the theater is you can make kind of just donations any amount um you can get a um tote bag for 50 dollars. it's a limited edition tote bag that glows in the dark um as of at least last week, um, there was still seats available in order to um, sponsor. So you could sponsor a seat and get your name mm-hmm. on a plaque. Dan's getting that for me for Christmas. So probably the best Christmas present I've ever received. Looking forward to that. And if you sponsor a seat, um, they're going to send you a, a certificate and where it is in the theater. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And then they also have... Um, just regular gift certificates that you can buy. So maybe you're not going yeah. to the movies now, but are planning, you know, in the future. So you can- I don't, they don't expire. So you can just yep. get them now and, and use them later. And then they have a really cool um, membership. It's a thousand dollars. And I'm just going to pull up the description. That's their gold membership. Yeah. Yeah. It's- yeah. That's the thing. Like it's it, pull up the description. Cause you can read through it, but like, it's like, it's a pretty good coconut to crack. There's a lot of stuff you can get out of this. Uh, I was looking at it. And I was like, that's really cool. So um, like I mentioned, you can donate. Um, these are ways to become friends of the screening room and help them get through tough times. So you can donate by credit card, check, e-transfer, or cash. Um, you can sponsor a seat which is what Dan's doing for me. You can invest in a gold membership card, which I'm pretty sure it's like metal. It's like a metal card, not paper. So pretty, pretty cool. Um, it's $1,000 for free unlimited movies for the next three years. You can buy gift passes, membership, membership cards, and tote bags. Um, you can come see a movie if you're feeling comfortable and feeling safe to do so. You can also tell your friends um, about... Um, the theater. So one way um, you can support all small businesses right now, not um, not just the theater, is to review, um, leave comments on their social media, share their posts, let your friends know. Um, all of that stuff um, is a great way to support. And there was one I just want to 
Wendy does such a great job on her website. So one of the one of the ways you can donate money is number five, the it's a wonderful life option. Yes, we will gladly accept crumpled fistfuls of cash or envelopes brought in person to our cinema, just like they did in It's a Wonderful Life. So that's that's uh, they always have a great sense of humor at the screening room. Yeah, yeah, that definitely. If if you're in a position where you can support them, uh, uh, please please do so. We we don't want to see all of our uh, movie theaters start to disappear. I saw that one had to close an independent movie theater had to close in the Ottawa area recently. Um, it's, it's not great to see. I think we're seeing it all over the place and people understand, but that's great. I'm glad. So go to the screening Kingston website. That's got everything you need there. And, and hopefully people can, can go check that out. Um, we are getting right to the end of this episode. So I just want to make sure we thank everybody for, for tuning in this week, for writing in our fans made this episode, obviously, but Thank you to everyone who wrote in, um, Austin, for your fun game, for great thoughts from everybody. Um, we, we had a blast reading them. So, so thank you so much. And hey, stay tuned. We don't know what's coming up next, but it's, it's December. So you can imagine we're going we're gonna to dip our toe into the holidays and, and Christmas themes in the next couple of episodes. Yeah, it's going to be great. Thanks, everyone. You really do. You didn't just make this episode. You make the show. And we really do love you. So are we wrapping up, Mike? Yeah. We are wrapping up. <laughs> All right. So go stream some movies. Thank you for listening to the Screening in Kingston podcast. Recorded at CFRC at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario. Queen's University sits on the traditional lands of the Haudenosaunee and Anishabi peoples. We would like to thank the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences and the CFRC Podcast Network.